Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This is Nicole, and this is a special podcast episode brought to you directly out of the Hair of the Dog Academy. Inside the Academy, our members have the opportunity to schedule laser coaching calls. And not only are these calls beneficial for them, but they get shared inside the community so that all of our other members can benefit from them. What we've done is we've taken the very best of our laser coaching calls, the ones that I know you guys have questions for as well, and we are bringing them to you here as some bonus episodes on the Hair of the Dog podcast. Now, I'm not promising them every week, but periodically we'll be releasing new laser coaching calls out here on the podcast on Thursdays. So keep checking. Checking your podcast player and get ready for 15 to 20 minutes of quick laser coaching to get some quick wins, get some questions answered, and helping our members and you move forward in your business. If you want to learn more about how you can become a Hair of the Dog Academy member too, simply go to hairofthedogacademy.com slash academy and check it out. We'd love to have you inside our pack. Now stay tuned for the laser coaching. And when I say laser coaching, is it just me or do you picture little cats with laser beams too? (laughs) That would make this even more fun, but I digress. No cats with laser beams, but some incredible business knowledge about to happen. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. So hello, Joy. Welcome to Laser Coaching. (laughs) Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking the time. Of course. Of course. How's your back? Oh, it's good. Back's good. My, I well, yeah, no, back's been fine. Knee and knee and toe have been the bigger issues, but they're okay. Oh, <laughs> they're <no>. getting better. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you go from one to another to I know. another. Yeah. They're all caused by my thirteen hundred pound four year old horse. <laughs> oh well, that's a good kind of injury, though. It is. It is. He's trouble. <laughs> I was going to ask you about going forward with a mini session campaign. Yep. Listen to your uh, podcast about that. Yeah. And that was really helpful. Well, that good. Really helpful. And then I started going through all your templates. Uh-huh. And going, gee, you know, I guess what I did was I zoomed ahead thinking, oh, I can get this business started and start making some money. Well, yeah, sure. I made like this amount of money. <laughs> so now I'm going backwards a bit and going, let's just get a few more building blocks in place. Yeah. So I, I just want to back up quickly to, sure. um, uh, to, my, to my website. I started with um, listing three packages and of yep. course the rider saying a la carte, you know, is available or whatever. Then I... I switched my thought pattern and said, I'll just do packages starting at. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like completely confused because I want to add in in-person sales. Uh-huh. I think it's like super important. I want to add in Andrew's email messages. Yep. Yep. Which I love. Yeah. Surprise. But after I did his blog course, it was like, I can do this. Yeah. Right. Right. This, And I can set up a YouTube channel. Anyway. I digress. So, um, so yeah, now I'm trying to figure out how do I set up? What do I reveal on my website? What don't I reveal on my website? Yeah. And then when I go into this first, this first like IPS session, which let's assume it's zoom. 
Mm-hmm. You go into this, then do you um, send them a, a PDF copy and then of how much information or do you just present that? So I'm totally confused on that step. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people different, a lot of different people do it different ways. I am of the ilk that I want my clients to have seen all of my pricing before we ever step anywhere near the sales session. Because I don't know, I just don't thrive in that awkwardness of like, Oh, you haven't seen the prices. Here you go. No, I don't want that. So I wouldn't put all of your pricing on online. Okay. If you have packages, I feel like you can, it's kind of gray. So it's like a hard no of having like, you know, a 20 by 30 framed print is this, a 20 by 30 canvas is this, like that's too much. No, it's also for me, a hard no of just no pricing of like, contact me because people just want to know if you're in the ballpark before they take the effort to get in touch with you. Mm -hmm. So it, the, the goal of having our pricing on our website, I always find asking the intention and why we want to do this is like, helps us clarify what we want to get done. So the goal is to weed out the people that think they're going to get everything for $200 mm-hmm. and, you know, get people interested enough to contact us, but we don't want to give them so much information that they immediately shut down realizing it's too ex- or you know, thinking it's too expensive. Right. Because usually it is a little bit more expensive than maybe they originally thought, but then they start to think about it and you explain the benefits and they they will then um, come around to it. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like a what was it? The three little bears in the porridge, like just right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What are your price points on your collections? So my price points were basically, I had three of them. I yep. had, I had the puppy package, which uh-huh. would probably be like an eight by 10. And of course, everybody gets a social media bonus. So yep. they get that social media within 24 hours. Everybody gets that every package. Um, so the social media bonus which is just a digital. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, they get to choose from say, you know, 10 to 20, 10 to 20 images. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, and the photo session would be around $500. Okay. Then I've got, um, a thousand dollars, which is like a larger piece of wall art. Yep. And, you know, maybe a few more digitals. I'd have to actually go back, <laughs> go back. No, and that's fine. I got rid of it yesterday saying, I'm going to start from strats. Some, yeah. Um, and the other, and then I've got one in the middle. Okay. So, like what? Like seven fifty. Yeah. Right. So okay. um, and it's all based on it's based on the wall art size, basically. Yep. And and maybe one or two digitals. I honestly I can't even remember. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, that's yeah, helpful. Something like that. Um, and then of course, yeah, I've got the a la carte stuff. So um, and I figured out all the pricing on the a la carte. Yep. So my only two clients that I've had so far. Um, have not bought packages. They wanted everything customized. Okay. Some one person wanted a ton of digitals because they're hooked on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, they admitted it. And uh, you know, another person wanted you know two pieces of wall art or whatever. So yep. I based it on the a la carte pricing. That was fine. So yeah. So now I want to go back. Do I put those three packages in again and then put the a la carte? It's kind of like you did on your website. Right. Like it's like, yeah, by the way, you can, I mean, you can do that. I mean, you can kind of test and, and see. I would, I like collections because it gives people like an anchored spending point mm-hmm. um, and gives them like an idea of what's involved. But for the a la carte, it would be nice to give somebody a 
like some sort of bonus or something there too, like a, a reason for them to, if they chose that to spend a little bit more. Okay. So that can always be something like the session fee gets credited to a purchase of X or above. Do you know what your target session average is? Like what you want to make per session? I'd say at least a thousand. Okay. So then you can have that is when you spend a thousand dollars, your session fee goes towards that. You could also have, if you find people are wanting digitals along with artwork, especially if you have a younger professional as your target market, mm -hmm. then you can always do purchase a wall piece, 16 by 24, larger wall piece. And then you can save 50% on digital files. It's kind of a create your own collection as an okay. option there too. So mm -hmm. Those are options. As far as the collections, I mean, these price points, I think would be okay to be on there. You know, I would almost even stretch them out a little bit because if your goal is $1,000 and $1,000 is your highest collection, people aren't usually going to buy that one. Right. So I would maybe look at 500, 1,000, 1,500 as your package collection prices. And then with that 500, you are saying an eight by 10. Is that a wall art eight by 10? Yeah, it's a like wall framed. Art. So I take it to a um, professional place to get um, gotcha. in glass, um, proper papers, et cetera. So they get the actual print yeah. mounted on uh, foam cord. Uh, yeah. And uh, then they can frame it as they like. If one client wanted the whole thing framed, so I got her a price for that. Yep. Um, and the other person um, mostly wanted just digitals. Yeah. So that's kind of how it, but I've only had two clients. So yeah, 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 right, right. For that small, well, let me ask you this question too. What do you most want to sell? Like wall, what's art. Your wall art. Okay. Wall art. Um, so I would definitely build your collections around the wall art. So with that $500 one, especially if you're not framing it, I would make that 11 by 14. Okay. Because it's not going to cost you that much more in matte and paper to make that a little bit bigger than eight by 10. And then have an option for them to frame it like plus $200 or whatever figure out what it needs to be to have a completely finished and framed. So yeah, so I would, I would definitely do that because if you look at like $500 for one eight by 10, like even though it's a fine art finished eight by 10 and matted and all that stuff, they still think like, Oh, it's 50 cents at Walgreens, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Keep at Costco. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then the thousand, you can have maybe a more customized wall art credit, you know, of a certain amount, like, $750 or something like that, that they can put towards whatever wall art they want and includes maybe a few extra prints or a few extra digital files. Okay. And then that big one, um, I would have either depends on what your wall art pricing is either more wall art. If you think clients usually want that or keep that same wall art as that middle one, but add like a small little album or folio box type thing okay. and then add a couple extra digitals. And, um, yeah. And then you call it a day. And so you can put, you can put those collections on there and then have on there that little one, like, Hey, you know, looking for something completely custom. Here's how that works. Basically. I think that would be fine to have on there, but I wouldn't put all the individual products per se. Right. Do you reveal that when you actually do the in-person sales? Um, yeah. Before that, even when I talk to them, okay. um, they get a full pricing guide, like when they're booking. Okay. So would you show them that before you actually have your first consultation? Um, depends. Um, it depends. I, I usually do, but you don't have to. Some okay. people don't like that. That can work either way. So I 
before they see all the pricing, what needs to happen is they need to start to know, like, and trust me and see, start to learn a little bit about the benefits of what I can offer um, and why they would care about like printed artwork. So if you kind of work that into your messaging of your inquiry mm-hmm. and your response and your little video message, then, you know, then you can share all that. Or I know some people that just try to get on that inquiry guide to get them to book that consultation. Mm-hmm. So I kind of can go either way. I always make that consultation available every time I talk to them, like in that inquiry process response, like, Hey, book a consultation, book a consultation. Mm -hmm. But I also give them enough information to kind of make a decision and say, Hey, if you know, you want to book a session, here's the link that you go to do that. And then after they book, I'm still like, I'm still having that consultation. So I'm not a stickler about booking or consultation first. I kind of offer them both of those options because I, if they're ready to book, I want them to book, (laughs) you know, and then, and then after they book, it's like, okay, well, let's schedule our session planning meeting, which is basically a consultation. And if for some reason I got there and they didn't see the pricing or were somehow confused and like, this isn't the right fit, I would just refund whatever they had paid. Like, that's fine. Um, Usually doesn't happen, but just, uh, you know, just have a plan in case I don't want to go through a whole session and then be upset or myself be frustrated. So, Um, but yeah. Does that help? That helps a lot. It gives me a starting point to just go back. I often tell my son, sometimes you got to go back. Yeah. And just test it. Like the action, what you're doing of just getting out there and doing this, you know, you get so much more clarity as you go through it. So, you know, no one says we have to set anything in stone. We don't have a board. We need to run our decisions by like, we could just change it. could log into our website and change the price. (laughs) That's right. Because the um, prices start at... Uh, as soon as I put it on my website, I thought my stomach is not taking this very well. You know, yeah. my instincts were just, I was visualizing a, um, you know, a, you go to Toyota. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the prices start at, you know, $4,000 or something. And then you end up at 24 by the time you add like floor mats. Right. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it kind of reminded me of. So no, that's great. That's a really good start. Thanks. Okay, good. So, thanks very much. You're so welcome. I was you- looking at going to your, you know, Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Uh, so your Lake Tahoe trip. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. Well, get your application in soon because they're, they're rolling in fast. <laughs> it's exciting. And yeah, I even wondered what time is it, you know, is the announcement coming up? So yeah, um, yeah. it's okay. open now. Go to hairofthedogacademy.com slash houndvision. I will. Oh, Thanks. Okay. Talk to you later. Perfect. Bye, Joy. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast episode, go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and post it up there on your Instagram stories and be sure to tag us at Hair of the Dog Academy. And we would just love to see how you're listening. And uh, full disclosure, sometimes we just like to give away a little pet photographer swag in the form of Hair of the Dog t-shirts and sweatshirts. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and share that screenshot of this episode. And don't forget to tag us at Hair of the Dog Academy. And while you're there, maybe you want to jump on over to our account and see what we're up to on the gram. Would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the links that we shared in this episode, as well as any additional related resources, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 88. Once again, that's www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash the number eight and the number eight. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.